Welcome to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. Join us on our journey as the host, Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist, talks about how ordinary people can become extraordinary with the power of real estate investing. Here, he and his guests share their expert knowledge on how to create wealth through real estate investing, the mindset required to become a millionaire, and what it takes to master the craft. This is Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist, and uh, you're listening to Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast. In this episode here today, I want to just drop in here and share with you the real estate lingo you need to learn in order to sound and be a professional in this game, okay? Um, Some time ago, when I started going after larger assets and started going after larger commercial assets, um, I had to learn the lingo. I had to learn the lingo of the of the commercial and the brokers, how the brokers spoke, right? So that they can respect me and that they can give me deals. Same for you, right, guys? If you show up to to one of our meetups or you show up to a meetup and um, you can understand and you can have a discussion or um, with another investor, it gives you more credibility to be able to them sending you a deal, a wholesaler, giving you a deal, a realtor giving you a deal, or it just it just improves your chances of you getting a deal, okay? So I'm, I got a list of things that I'm going to share with you here today, and um, I'm going to share it. I'm going to just go down the list, and I'm going to give you some of my experience with this stuff, okay? <clears throat> the first one I have on my list is one that you guys probably may or may not know, and it's ARV. And the ARV is most commonly used in the flip in the flipper world. Most flippers use that word as a flipper. The ARV is the after repair value. I'm going to drop, by the way, I'm going to drop in the show notes. And um, in this video, I'm going to put the PDF to this so that you guys also have it available to you. You guys have my notepad. Actually, what I'm reading, you guys will have it available to you as a reference guide because this is valuable information for you. Okay, CRE, Cree, street cred, right? (laughs) CRE. Commercial real estate. So when you when you're talking to someone or you see a listing and it says CRE, that basically means commercial real estate. Okay, um, gross rent multiplier. This is a formula, right, that you utilize, but it, that's GRM, the gross rent multiplier. Another term commonly used among the lending space. When I was a mortgage broker, this was we used to use this every day. Actually, still use it now. Actually, I was having a conversation with my lender this morning, and uh, we're taking down a three-unit for $80,000. And I said, you know, we're buying this this portfolio. We're buying this three-unit and this other asset, this other eight-unit. I don't necessarily love the three-unit. The numbers of the three units are not that great, but they come together. So that particular loan for the three-unit is going to be an LTV loan versus an LTC loan. LTV just simply means loan-to-value. So if you have a $100,000 value, and you're going to take out and you're going to finance 70000 That's a 70% LTV. Simple math, right? The next one is MAO. Again, another term used largely in the um, flipper world. 
MAO is the is the maximum allowable offer, right? And the formula for that simply, in most cases, is a seventy percent rule. The seventy percent rule is the rule that um, the lenders make, the hard money lenders make, and they want to see thirty percent in equity, right? So that's your ARV less thirty percent that leaves you seventy less um, rehab costs less closing costs and holding costs, less wholesale fee, that's your maximum allowable offer. So that leaves up the top a 30% spread for the um, for you to make profit. What that does is, this is important information for you, that piece of that formula, it's very important because this is what the lenders use. In the book, The Richest Man in, Bob, in Babylon, they, there's a quote in there that says, who he has, the golden rule. That's the rule, the golden rule. Meaning he who has the goals make the rule. He who has the gold makes the rule, the rules. In our space, in real estate, he who has the money makes the rules. So the lender makes the rules. They have all the capital, right? They make the rules. They say, this is the formula we want you to follow. You now, your job is to go find deals that meet their criteria. Make sense? I'm going to give you a bonus here real quick. So, in real estate, there's a pyramid. Think of a pyramid. And at the bottom of that pyramid, the way I like to, the way I like to, to illustrate this is at the bottom of that pyramid, you have wholesalers, right? They're the bottom of the, they're locking up contracts and they're selling contracts. Above them, you have the um, flippers. Flippers, another job. It's still an active job, right? I'm still a flipper. I, 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 I enjoy it. And that's what keeps the lights on. That's what keeps the business and the cash flow, the big cash flow going here in the business. Flipping is the next ladder up, right? The next step up from there is where you wealth is really created is in the buy and hold, right? So the triangle gets smaller. And at the tip of the spear, you have the money lender, right? The tip, tip, tip of our industry is those that have the money. If you eventually make it to the point where you're lending money, you're at the top of the spear because those that make them, that have the money make the rules. RTO, you most commonly known as rent to own. So whenever you see that lingo, RTO, that simply means rent to own. REI, right? Strasburg REI, Strasburg Real Estate Investors Group. REI, Real Estate Investor. Right. The next one here is proof of funds, POF. So you make an offer to a to a realtor and you'll have you hear a realtor tell you that you have a POF. Right? Can you provide a POF? That's your proof of funds. Right? Um SFH single family resident home. Single family home. SFH, single family home, or SFR, more commonly known, single family residence. Either way, they mean the same thing. SFH or SFR. The MLS, that's the multiple listing service. For us right now as investors, I have a saying here in my in my in my company. If the deal hit the MLS, it no longer is a deal. The market at this point, as I record this today, it is January 19th, 2022. 
the market is very hot here in our area and we have no um we have no very little inventory so when it hits the mark when it hits the public market when it hits the the MLS there is no we're competing with stupid it's not a deal anymore and i and i mean that respectfully when i say stupid it's just people that don't understand the formula i just gave you they don't understand how to run the numbers it's not that they're i'm competing with stupid it's just a same that i say they just don't have yet the same or they're overpaying by the way that was me right in 2007 i overpaid $100,000 on my first duplex i was $100,000 in the water within a year of my first my first investment so I've been there, and that property was on the MLS, right? I no longer buy on the MLS unless the numbers make sense and the math adds up. Number, uh, whatever number I'm up to is FMV, fair market value. LLC, right? A limited liability corporation. You're going to hear that a lot in, in real estate investing space, right? LLC. As a professional investor, you shouldn't be buying any properties in your name. Unless you're house hacking and you're just getting started and, and um, you're buying your first, first house. And the way I would house, me personally, if I had to do it over again, from when I bought my very first house at 21, I would have bought a quad. I would have lived in one, rented three, cash flowed, got an FHA, waited a year because the FHA rule says wait a year, waited a year, right? Moved someplace else, 3% down again. Got another FHA within two years, three years, I would have had eight to 12 units. And that's how you house hack, right? If I had to do it over again, and that's a tip for, for, for some of you out there. If you're looking to get in this game, that's the easiest way, the fastest way, the lowest hanging fruit. Get a duplex, get a triplex, get a quad. If, even if you get, get a mother and daughter and Airbnb the bottom, make it an asset, right? Make your properties an asset. The next one here is ROI, return on investment, right? NOI, net operating income. And this is simply gross revenue. So gross income less expenses equals net operating income. When you're using, when you're doing, um, when you're doing the numbers, you're trying to make an offer on a multifamily, you take the gross revenue, you take the, the known expenses, you minus it, your net, that number at the bottom, is your net operating income. You then take that and divide it by your trading cap rate. And that's your assessed value. And that should be more or less what that asset is worth based on income. All right. Cap rate is a whole other discussion. I got some videos on YouTube. Check out my YouTube video. I, I thoroughly explained that there. Um, BPO, broker price opinion, right? So BPO is just a broker's price opinion, REO, real estate owned. So that's um, used really in a lot in the in the um, in the lending space and in the in the investor space as well. I mean in both areas. Burr, you'll hear this. It's very common in in our space. The Burr method. That simply be, means buy the property, you rehab it, you rent it, you refinance it, and you repeat the process again. That's the Burr method, okay? But the key to the Burr method, guys, the key to this, to that, to that game, is to ensure that you have a lender lined up and that you know their rules. Because remember what I said: whoever makes the money makes the rules. 
right? Um, I have a video I did on YouTube where I give all of the step-by-steps. I give a bunch of freebies. I don't remember the name of that video, but I give a bunch of freebies on, on that, on that, on that video. And I give away how to vet a prop, uh, a lender for your birth. So one of the things is you, you want to know if they have a seasoning period or not. That's important. Seasoning is how long you have, you have to own it before they refi it. Um, the next one is DYOR. Do it, do your own research, right? Do your own due diligence. DYOR. Do your own research. The next one is REIA, Real Estate Investors Association. Um, HELOC. We throw, you know, we throw that word around uh, loosely. HELOC. A HELOC is a home equity line of credit. That's when you have a property, your, your personal, the house you live, you've built equity over years, and now you can go to the bank and say, hey, I want an equity line, and they'll say, okay, so you owe now $60,000 on this, on this mortgage. The property is worth $100,000. Your balance is sixty, dollars so we'll, we'll give you a checkbook. You can write checks up to $40,000, right, because that's your equity. And if you're smart and you've built some equity, you can take that money, right, go buy a property, burr, get the money, pay it back, and you can create wealth with that if you know how to do it, guys. But you got to have the right education. You got to know this stuff. If you know how to do it, you can t- turn that 80 into 100, into 200. Before you know it, you have a half a million dollars in equity and cash flowing assets all over the place. If you learn how to do that, if you learn how to use money, and if you know how to use other people's money. The next one is DSER, which is a debt service coverage ratio. Um, you need to learn that when you burr. That's your simply your 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 uh, net operating income. So gross revenue less expenses equals NOI. That NOI most banks want it to be 1.25, 1.20. So if your mortgage is a thousand, right? They want to see a net income of a thousand two hundred dollars minimum for that loan for you to qualify for that loan. That's your DSCR. Twenty percent more, right? About twenty percent more. Then what your monthly, when the, what your mortgage, either you calculate it monthly or annually, is the average about one point two. I'm gonna give you a little hint here. One of the things I do when I'm underwriting a deal, if the bank's DSCR is one point two, I like to, I like for my DSCRs when I underwrite them to be at one point four, one point five. And my reason behind that is, is if the bank is comfortable at a one point two DSCR. Right, and they have hundreds, thousands of loans out there, and they have the experience, they have the data. Right? Hey, this is what makes sense. Just like the seventy percent rule, this is what makes sense. The seventy percent rule is what makes sense. This is what keeps us safe. The the, the one point two DSCR is what keeps us safe. So, hint for me, what I've done is say, okay, if that's what they want, then I want to be at one point five because I'm going to be even more conservative. And if I get a DSCR at one point five and I show it to a lender. Lender's going to be jumping all over that, right? Because it's a strong deal. It meets their minimum requirements. It meets above their minimum requirements. And everyone's happy. I'm more conservative. And, um, and I'm making money. And you're making money. And everyone's making money. TI, tenant improvement. Okay? Um, and then lastly is triple N, which is a triple net lease. And basically, a triple net lease simply means that you rent a commercial. It's more commonly known in a commercial commercial building where you got a bunch of tenants they all they got to pay part of their 
Apart from their rent, they pay for part of the taxes. A cam charge is called. They pay for part of their taxes, part of the garbage, and just all of these things are tacked on to the to the commercial tenants, and they, the owner, doesn't have to necessarily pay or, or eat up those expenses. That's what a triple net lease is. Guys, I so truly, truly appreciate you guys listening and watching this video. I really appreciate it. If you guys shared this content, if you found value, um, leave us a positive review in the bottom. And if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and um, share this if you think uh, you found this valuable. In addition to that, guys, I'm going to leave you this list of all of this stuff that I just, all of this uh, content I just shared with you. I'm going to put it in a PDF format for you to keep as a reference guide. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm truly grateful for your time. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. If you like to invest passively in real estate with our group, please email martin at premierridgecapital.com.